I've always wanted to get like a family tree and like just see how vast it expands. There's oh, the... real quick, guys. Uh, who's our British great grandfather? Grandfather? It was Grandpa's brother? The one that was with the red hair and blue eyes? No, that's um, their no, the grand... one the picture. No, um, our, our mom and our dad's uh, grandfather, great grandfather was red hair, green eyes. Like. Irish. <laughs> Irish. He was like from northern Mexico, but he. That was the same time that the Irish were landing there anyway. Uh, so Bobby straight up was just... So that's why we like the Irish so much. Yes. I've always so. felt genetically our family were like really like we meet eye to eye with the Irishman and be like, yeah. Mm, well, I'm, yeah. I'm, well, we're all yeah. like I'm a Mexican. My brother. They're both brother in Catholicism. We're all good. Yeah. Come here and give me a hug. And f- funny, funny, if you translate um, tequila into uh, ancient Aztec... Uh, it means water of life, and that's what whiskey means in uh, Gaelic. So um, find that kind of <laughs> coincidental. And then Ricky Martin brings the cup of life, and we're all set. Which Here we enough, go! Oh. If you retranslate it into Mayan, it means alcoholic. <laughs> Likewise, if you translate whiskey into Gaelic English, Old English, it's also alcoholic. <laughs> so, you know... Just uh, nah, sorry. So you know, uh, it's just all uh, all one big family. No, f- for real though. Like I, I, I grow my. Be- I always tell my mom that I was like, "Mom, I'm find me a good old Irish girl," and she's, she's we're gonna have nice, pretty white babies. <laughs> Odds are that we're gonna have red hair because if my li- grow my beard out and long enough, it starts growing red hair, and I'm like, "Oh, what's the heck? one of them? Well, at least one of them's gonna be red haired." Right. <laughs> like me, I'm like a uh, Irish vampire. Like I'm Mexican, but when the light hits my beard in the right way, there's you see all the red f- like fleckles in it. It like shines red and brown. <laughs> it's weird. Like if you look oh, yeah. at me, I look brown. It looks you know black, but the sunlight only, not fluorescent, not sunlight, just bright red everywhere, speckled through. Daywalker, right? <laughs> so I have a question for you guys. What's going on? What's that? I was at the gym, and when I'm like. I don't know. I'm at the gym. I'm not really thinking about stuff that I'm doing there, I guess. Which both could be bad and or good. Right. <laughs> Focusing on not killing myself with a bench press or something. That could but be. um, I was thinking. I um, I have a lot of dogs. Yeah. I have five chihuahuas and a pit bull. Good Where's this going? You started at the gym. Now you're at dogs? And Well, <laughs> I was thinking about my dogs. And then I was like, I'm a beast because I'm in the gym, right? And I was like, what animal? If I could domesticate just one wild animal. <laughs> Jeez. The thoughts of working out. Yeah. Right? I have 240 pounds choose? above me. <laughs> I could drop it on my neck and kill myself. But if Instantly. I could. <laughs> Instantly. Ah, that one guy from USC dropped like 400 pounds on his neck and was playing later that season. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. He like crushed his esophagus and was like, all right, I'm a young 20-year-old in my peak physical condition. I'll recover. I'll be fine. And he that was. Guy's, that guy's also known as Wolverine. <laughs> his body started saving itself by the time it happened. So, yeah. Anyway. I was thinking, what animal, if I could domesticate any fucking animal right. in the, the kingdom. And, and, I, and for you guys, I'll even open it up. Um, animals that we know that were even extinct animals. All right, Leopoldan, uh, magical Leopoldan. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Charlie. Charlie. Um, it's old internet right there. But um, <laughs> I was um thinking 
it's two one or two choices for me. Huh. You know, being a California boy and I, I love my <laughs> I love my state. Dude? <laughs> I love my maybe. state. I'd go with the straight just grizzly bear <laughs> and roll in like Ace Ventura at places, just like riding my bear, just <laughs> arms out. <laughs> you know, if you domesticate a grizzly bear, though, it, all the grizzliness would be just removed. That's fine. It'd be like, it'd be like Teddy Ruxpin. That's cool. People don't <laughs> even right, know just that. Checking. Right. Just checking. Do, do, do you want to roll that dice, Gilbert? <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, it'd be a grizzly or a hyena. Wait. <laughs> so you like can a, sing so like show tunes with you or what? No, I'm just saying, like, guys, I live in the hood, so you see a lot of guys walking their pit bulls, like, oh, yeah, look at my dog, he had chains on him. I'll be, oh, yeah, look at my fucking hyena. <laughs> this, thing's, this thing's just jaw and neck connect to legs. Uh, and then, like, uh, somebody, like, imagine jumping in the yard and be like, oh, man, I'm going to steal this person's, I don't know, cans or lawnmower or whatever. And then all you hear at nighttime is that fucking laugh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then, you right, you just kind of... I'm sending right. them a picture, audience. You can't see it. What is this, what is happening? Or else it'll be edited out. It's all right. Make it more work for me. Good. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's Zach. that's gonna be one of our cover images. All right. Yeah. Got that out of the way. Man, Corey did that cosplay. Fucking fantastic. I'm telling you. <laughs> Corey Coleman. <laughs> anyway, um, that's a hard I question. Those are good choices. Mammals are always a good choice for domestication. Like, right. I mean, they're all we domesticate. We don't even really. Well, we domesticate birds. Yeah, some. That's about it. Uh, rap reptiles. See, because I'm conflicted. We're trapping reptiles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just keep it cold and kind of in closed an area. It can't get very far. It doesn't really care at that point. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm conflicted of choosing like, do I want a flight animal, a water animal, or a land animal? That's probably my biggest decision. Real life Pokemon, the first well, choice like, you make. I think it's the. I think the better question though is, what do you want it for? Like, is it a riding domestication? You're gonna eat it, like 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 a T Rex. I would domesticate T Rexes and have T Rex steaks. Is that like what you're looking at? You got to kind of figure out what's the purpose of the domestication. I'm gonna go with Gurg's domestication, and it's uh, uh, fast movement. So it is like Pokemon. Like if it's a bird, I want it to learn fly and fly me places. If it's like water, it's a big ass bird, man. <laughs> Like, yeah, that's like what a hippogriff, <laughs> like a eight thousand pound eagle going seven hundred miles an hour. You would need like eighteen American condors. <laughs> <laughs> like, because like water, I would domesticate like great white sharks, like one for intimidation and two to get me places. I'd be like, all right, I'm gonna have my boat. Be water, great white be shark. Salt water. <laughs> Let's go, great white shark, and just go across the ocean riding my great white whale? shark. You'll be able to ride oh, and have a few people. You can with get inside you. like Jonah, <laughs> or, or like Geppetto. <laughs> Gary's gonna start crying. You better stop that. He's gonna start <laughs> crying. See podcast number something or other. There's a picture of a whale on it. There's a picture of a whale on it. Hold on, guys. Guys, hold on. We're we need a minute. Need a, need sorry, a minute. Thanks. Fucking whales. All right. All right. We're good. We're good. I don't know. But land animal. Uh, I also want to ride a cheetah. But, like, by cart, like, I want to get powerful enough to, like, be able to beat Cheetah fast on a cart. But you can't, you need, like, like, a Cheetah is, like, six pounds. I'll take a pack That's of, why I'll they take can a, go so fast. I'll take a pack of Cheetahs, then, all right? You, okay. A pack like of a, Cheetahs. Like a mosh pit or something. Yeah, I want a Cheetah carriage, if you will. <laughs> a, a Cheetah rickshaw. There you go. So, that, that, right, those guys. are my picks. I'm going to go with Great White Shark being the top, though. That sounds awesome. So, so you guys are saying we can domesticate any animals, right? Yeah. 
Okay, so don't judge me, okay? Platypus. Could I... Would it be possible to domesticate humans? The most dangerous uh, game. <laughs> <laughs> Only you plan on shooting them and eating them afterwards. Man, I was going to say something really fucked up right now, but I decided <laughs> do not it, to. Do it. Do it. No. Do it. No. No, I'm not. I'm just saying, no, would it be bad? Like, like the, say they're humans, but they got, like, the mind of a cow. Would it be bad <laughs> to have them? Like, <laughs> I think that's, like, gorillas. Actually, gorillas like, are what if, smart. If, you what want gorillas, I, like, that's what you want. What, do you what want if them I to try do? to do certain breeding with them? Like, would that be considered wrong? Is that, is that like, they, they don't know better, so they're humans, but they don't know better, so it's alright, like, right? Isn't that just like what, like, uh, human trafficking is, where they just take them at such a young age, they don't know any better? No, no, but they're like mature and stuff, I'm not, I'm not talking about like that's that. Prob- that's probably, no know, slavery! That's no, slavery! No slavery, no slavery. <laughs> no, no, slavery does not count in this option. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> No, because like, no, like if you think about if you think about humans like back in the day, they didn't have all that like social jibber jabber interfering. So like if a girl like <laughs> they didn't you know, have laws Betty, and she'd come up to me like a cat and like lift her tail, even though she didn't have a tail. And I'd be like, Should've Oh, she wants it. Yeah. Then I hit her over the head with her. a club and then drag her <laughs> drag, drag her, her back to my cave. Drag her back to my cave. I built a cave. I have a house next to it, but I built a cave just for the <laughs> For the right, right, I'll pick my I'll pick my real answer. Uh, if I would domesticate an animal, I would domesticate. I don't know. That's hard. Like if you open up like extinct animals, like I don't know, like a dinosaur, like a brontosaurus. I would have like a, a herd of brontosauruses, and you would know when I was coming to your town because you just hear. Yeah, so, be you would have to live somewhere in the middle of. Oh, I guess you just, just move back home. <laughs> right. You just you know when they're coming because you just hear. <laughs> Everywhere you went, <laughs> you wouldn't even hear them coming. You just hear the music start playing. <laughs> You'd hear that first. That oh no, Triceratops. So then I can ride them, and then I can eat them when I feel like it. That's my answer, Triceratops. That needs a pretty fucking beast of a weapon. I want saber tooth tiger, Tyrannosaurus. I want the Power Rangers. That's what I want. <laughs> One of each, forever. <laughs> and then you would be like. Uh, What's it called? Human centipede, except you combine these dinosaurs <laughs> against each uh-huh. other. Snaps the so. saber-toothed tiger's neck in half to be its foot. <laughs> <laughs> you have to put like steel beams just to support the weight <laughs> of the mammoth body, or, and, <laughs> t- or the mammoth arm, T-Rex head, or whatever. On a herd of elephants that just play Prince Ali everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> now, now we're getting to the real pay dirt. We're like, I like how we first thought like, you know, for transportation and for badassery but now we're just like let's recreate our favorite movies for sure genies <laughs> Wait, what? they don't exist genies that we know of <laughs> I would... those people that work on wall street are like genies because they do shit that don't make any fucking sense <laughs> they bend reality somehow mm-hmm. i don't know like honestly though when you first asked that question though for some odd reason, it's like, would you do, what would you domesticate as an animal? Mine was otter. Like, the first thing that came to my head was, like, <laughs> otters. Like, I don't know. It's like, I want a cuddly, adorable water pet that, you know, like, I wonder how otters walk on land, you know? I don't know. Otters are already kind of like, they're like chill, so it's not like they're right? going to bite you or nothing. You probably live with otters. You have to be in the water a lot, but. Right. Well, no, you can put them in, like, a tank. You get, like, a tank or a pool and just throw them in. Be like, hey, otters, how you doing? Like a dog, you know? Like a dog runs around backyard. Just throw them in your pool. Oh, yeah. That's what I mean. You just have I think they're already at that point, though. I don't think yeah, they're, like, gotta, too crazy. Maybe, like, a, two generations. I think it's just a, a, a matter of actually catching them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That, those, are, 
Speaking about water sports, apparently Texas is fucking underwater at the moment. Fuck those people, man. Right? What <laughs> happened? I thought they were in a drought like us. Yeah, they were in a drought, and then uh, apparently the pe- they prayed hard enough. <laughs> and it's it's raining like all last week and then all this week and all i hear about it on twitter is like oh it hasn't been stopped raining and then here we are in california fucking they just released movies week uh right after each other mad max and that's what we're gonna look like in about 50 years <laughs> and then they showed I, us how we're gonna get there with the fucking san andreas movie <laughs> <laughs> i legit saw an article like california looking to australia to get out of the water crisis I'm like all right, they know how to serve water, I guess. <laughs> and it's been dressing ready up for in, Mad Max. I was say, dressing up in diapers and wearing metal masks. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> I, I think we could thrive in our own little kingdoms, right? Yeah. Well, like like that one guy who wanted to make six Californias, like break off California into six segments. <laughs> Central Valley was the biggest. It was full of nothing, but it was the biggest. They were the biggest, but we'd also have to be like, I, I, we were the biggest, but I was like, all right, if that if that's the case. I'm going to hoard all the food. <laughs> You'd have to exchange food for water. Yeah, but we'd do that with Northern California. Exactly. Southern California, I don't know what they would do. They'd Southern, what are you going to give us? Colorado for fucking all their water. They'd spend all their money just for that. Yeah, it was crazy. Like, uh, I'm looking at the map right now. Like, pretty much everything north of Sacramento is Jefferson. That's the new name of the state is Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Then you have North, <laughs> north California, which is San Francisco upwards closer to Reno, like diagonally. And then you have Silicon Valley, which is San Francisco to just right above San Luis. The rich folks. Yeah. Oh, God. That would be such a terrible state. That would be (laughs) awful to stay. I would move immediately. We're the smartest people alive, but we don't want to do any hard work. So uh, We don't want to do shit. (laughs) Everybody would die in car accidents. And then you have the central. I'm just saying, and they would be gentrified like shit. So, like, no one would be there to serve them. They would die in a week. (laughs) (laughs) And then you have uh, Central California, which is. Uh, like Stanislaus area, all the way down to a little bit below Bakersfield, and encompassing all the way to Death Valley. So pretty much just the bullshit areas, <laughs> like San Joaquin and also Desert. known as also known as Mad Max. Were right already. That's what I was. Gonna, yeah. Then you have so audience. If you weren't familiar with California geography already, the more you know. Dun, 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 dun. Last but not least, last two. West California, born and raised, where split played my days. Uh, San Luis Obispo down to Long Beach in L.A. is going to be West California. That's what Tupac dreamed of. And then uh, An- <laughs> Anaheim, all the way from... All the That's way to known San as the Magic Kingdom? <laughs> An- Anaheim through the Mojave <laughs> Desert and Southern California, Mexicali, and Yuma is uh, South California. I like how we as a state... We were like, oh, man, we have no water. There's, like, two deserts in this fucking state. <laughs> what do we expect? <laughs> right? Like, we had to have known this was coming long times long ago. It's not like we had ridiculous amount of rain. But now it's a problem that nor- Northern California is feeling it. And Southern California is like, yeah, we're, we can't, like, run stuff. Like, you have to ask <laughs> for water at restaurants now. Yeah, that's here, because, too. Yeah. The valley, the valley isn't giving it up like it used to because we kind of need it for our crops. <laughs> and it takes like to, for a, a cow or whatever, it takes something ridiculous like three hundred and fifty gallons of water per cow or some shit like that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's a problem. Um, and just, we should have saw it coming a long time ago. Well, yeah, like when Los yeah, Angeles didn't have water and they had to like build an aqueduct from some other place stealing their water. Um, but yeah, like what was I gonna say? How did we get on talking about California's drought? Because everyone's going to die, and it's going to be Mad Max. Because that movie, uh, San Andreas and Mad Max. San Andreas should not be showing in the state. 
<laughs> because I don't know about you guys, but that's my biggest fear. Because there's nothing you could do. Like, there's always like, oh yeah, you know, people kill you and with guns and there's disease or whatever. And man builds these awesome buildings and bridges and shit like that. And then come just you no know, other na- mother nature also often reminds us that we ain't shit. This is true. And they talk, they show this. Oh yeah, this is the biggest earthquake. I don't know about you guys, but I remember hearing about the the big one when I was in school when I was younger and stuff. Yeah. And then like you you take classes in college, and then you're just like, oh yeah, this earthquake can come and like split the state in half. You're just like, you can't say something like that so nonchalantly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, see though, like acts of God and stuff. I'm just like, I can't be afraid of them because I can't like, I can't be afraid of them because then I'd be afraid of like, oh, you could have stroke. Oh shit! I can have yeah, a stroke. I, I, I was about to bring up Archer and his three spheres. Well, yeah, aneurysms. Like you could, you could prevent gator and cock attacks, though. <laughs> but brain aneurysms—they can happen at any time, Lon. So it's like one of those things where, like, anywhere you go in the world, you have a thing. So, like, oh, I'm gonna go live in the Midwest where it rains enough and there's a lot of open plains. Oh, you got tornadoes. Fuck. I'm gonna go live in the South where Racism. there's no tornadoes and there's no earthquakes. Oh, you guys, are you next to the Gulf? Tornadoes, hurricanes, floods, and racisms. Oh, do you want to live in in the e- northeast? All right, you guys are just gonna have shitty weather across the board. You <laughs> like snow? Here's snow. You like 105 degree weather? Here's 105 degree weather. New York confuses me. I don't know how they have all the seasons. <laughs> we barely have like, two. All the extremes of the seasons. Like we right. have, <laughs> we have not even two. We have. Um, I like to call it the Fresno. The Fresno. Um, this is the the San Joaquin Valley uh, weather system. It goes to two weeks of spring, then first summer, and then <laughs> winter. <second> breakfast. <laughs> and then winter, then second summer, and then uh, temperature of the sun for about four months. <laughs> and then, then it goes, then, yeah, and then and then it goes to winter, and then first uh, first summer, because it'll be like ninety degrees in October. Yeah, seriously, that October has has confused me in the last like four years. I'm like, why is it 90 degrees in October? And then I'm trying like, to go trick or treating in my black death robes. <laughs> no, and it's hot. No, usually, usually by the time October happened, at least the last few years, like two or three years, it was raining on Halloween for no reason. It was like hot, here. 90 you degrees. Live on the coast, though. You guys yeah. live on you live on the coast, so you guys' weather is just abnormal anyway. Yeah. See, like the biggest thing I'm concerned about, like, the droughts, one thing, but freaking wildfires and shit. Oh like, yeah, we forgot about the California. yeah, we forgot the wildfires. Like, <laughs> like there's no like, what do we got? Like two percent of expected water supply in like Yosemite, and mm-hmm. so like everything is dry, and we're all gonna die. And I think on that note, this is the fantastic voyage. What song is that? That was a pink, pink song. That's a, that was pink. a pink song. I don't know why you went to pink song. Um, I always go to the pink. No, um, <laughs> uh, guys, welcome to the Fantastic Voyage. I'm Sammy Gonzalez with themexlas.com, and I will be one of your hosts for today. And I'm also joined by Old Blue Eyes, Gilbert Gonzalez. My eyes are not blue. <laughs> I, was like, just, I don't know why they call me that. They just do. They call Gilbert Mr. Wishful Thinking. But <laughs> this is the fantabulous 
Gergen. And on today's show, I'm going to be all nasally like this all episode. I'm a little bit sick, you guys, but we Thanks shall. Dude, nobody cares about you. Nobody we even shall noticed. overcome. I don't, do I sound People nasally like, all the time? Is Sammy on this podcast anymore? Fuck you guys. <laughs> all right. So on today's episode, which is brought to you by MexcellentShop.com, Shop.com for every shirt you buy from the Mexcellence, one shirt gets donated to a child in need. So know. go buy things because, yeah, we need it. And so we anyway, we don't need it. The children need it. The children's do it for buy a Walter White meth laced shirt and a child with child in need. Uh, will also. I thought we had to change it because copyright, isn't it? No. Malter Kite. Malter Kite, yes. Malter Kite. And, Isn't uh, it Walter uh, Eggshell? Walter no. Clay? Walter Cream. It's Walter Cream, guys. Cream. Walter Cream. Walter- <laughs> anyway, guys. But back to it. We're going to go over a few things uh, in the news today. We're going to start with one thing pretty serious and delightful. Just because it's serious doesn't mean it does not Did delightful. Dare one say fabulous? Fantabulous, if you will. Ooh. Ireland... Uh, passed the gay marriage vote by unanimously to be the first country in the world to accept gay marriage. So we talk about how great California is. The Irish are how, how can they that. accept the marriage when the man puts his hand and grabs the poo poo? That's Uganda. No, Uganda doesn't oh, understand. Sorry. We got to catch them up in a little bit. But <laughs> but then we're gonna go on to uh, a throwback to one of our old podcasts, Player One Gaming. And we'll talk about some game stuff. Uh, Gurgi just played a bunch of House of Wolves. That's uh, Destiny. Um, That's not the new season of uh, Game of Thrones? Uh, No, but we can talk about... It's actually a weird spinoff to House of Cards on Netflix. It's really weird. (laughs) (laughs) It's literally a bunch of wolves in a den. But they're talking political stuff. Political machinations (laughs) that that entails. One of them gets pushed by a train. Gets pushed and hit by a train. It's really weird. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then Liam Neeson comes and fight him at the end. Spoiler alert. Anyway, uh, we're also going to talk about uh, spiritual successors. Uh, we have one for our, the spiritual spiritual successor of Banjo and Kazooie. And we also have the spiritual successor of Castlevania. Simon's and we're Quest. also going to hopefully drag the term spiritual successor into the ground. Yes. I, I just got to say it a few more times. It'll do it Su- automatically. It's as if they were successing spiritually. You know, because like the regular successor... Isn't quite cutting it, so they need to revert to another successor, but they can't, so they only do it in spirit. Anyway, I'm moving forward. We're going to talk about Assassin's Creed Syndicate, or as I like to call it, Assassin's Creed You What Might, and uh, we'll talk about a little bit of Assassin's Creed, our love for it. We do love that series. I love it, even though I didn't play Unity because I don't have a PS4. And onward, uh, we'll go to our cool and funny stories maybe near the end. Uh, There is a paralyzed man who uses a robot arm. To drink beer. And also... And that's it. And that's it. That's the entire <laughs> that's story. It. Nothing else. <laughs> Fun fact, he got paralyzed when he was when he was drunk, drunk driving. So, um... <laughs> uh, Perseverance. Perseverance is the name of that story. Right. And uh, last but not least, the weirdest one, if we get to it, maybe we'll get to it next week if we don't quite get to it this week. Uh, there is a lady in the world <laughs> that has... <laughs> that has a rare condition <laughs> that... She sees human faces as dragons. Skyrim, Skyrim, and other dragon sock. Is that what that was? Anyway, um, I've never played Skyrim. <laughs> Me either. I haven't played Skyrim either because I heard it. Don't before. worry, someone has. One of you appreciates my <laughs> little ditty. 
One of you. <laughs> one, of, one of you. Just, that's, that's just about the it. one. Just the one. That's for you, Craig, or whatever your name is. Uh, but anyway, yeah, Lady sees human faces that turn into dragons. But first, um, any, other, any other stories about domesticating animals? I also, my other third option would be rhino, for the record, for Donkey Kong purposes. Lingo and pop. the fact that they're almost extinct. That is, yeah, that too. Sad face. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Let's start on a higher note, though. Uh, gay marriage in Ireland, talk about, you guys. Talk about the... Gay rhinos new, of getting married? What? <laughs> talk about the gay rhinos of me, of the Emerald Isle in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Gergi, what's that you say? Say it louder, boy. I say, Sammy must talk about the gay rhinoceroses in me old country, the Emerald Isle, me home of Ireland. Oh, I'm so glad that I can take my penis and put it in the anus of another man without the government kicking me out off to the mainland of Britannia. But it must be a man you love. You cannot just force your penis into another man's anus without him wanting it. Oh, of course. I use holy lube. (laughs) Because we are Catholic after all. Aye. And it's actually a great step for the Catholics in general to be able to have a country predominantly full of Catholics and universally accept the homosexual unity. Oh, it, it makes poor St. Peter cry because he loves all and all the gay sex that will be happening now that gay sex and gay marriage is now legal in Ireland. But love is love, even if it is technically considered bad in the Holy Bible. No, remember, remember that gay love is not bad unless he's a fucking Protestant. <laughs> In that case, gay sex can go right to hell. With the turn fraternity. Protestants, a lot of them. <laughs> and scene. Oh, man. Scene. <laughs> I don't think we need to explain the situation any further. I think that was comprehensive enough. <laughs> um, See that slow start got you to a nice point there, folks. Thank you for sticking around for that. Yeah. Um, hey, Sammy even started do, talking in a uh, Irish accent. <laughs> it's a bit of a slow start, there, folks. Thank you for. I appreciate you sticking around. I, I, I didn't want to interject because that would have just been like, right now it's time to go to uh, Ireland, ever <laughs> yeah. Sam may have started like this and then kind of go like, "Hey, what do we do?" And then I don't know. I'm trying to get some check support here in the gaze and. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it would have gone all over the empire. Nah, usually my accents dissolve into Bill Cosby. (laughs) 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 Oh, I wonder how that sounds like. No, see, I was talking like this, and then the little pudding would come out of nowhere and swirl it all around your mouth. (laughs) I can't do that voice because, you know, other side. Come back to the whole Ireland thing. Me and Kimber were, like, messing around with it. But it is actually a really huge step for a country that is predominantly Catholic. Right. To universally accept. Yeah. Gay marriage is a thing. Like, that to me is awesome. I, I want to hear what the, does the Pope has. The Pope commented on this at all? Well, uh, that, I did read the follow up story. So, essentially, just to recap, uh, 61% of the vote passed in favor of gay marriage. And today, uh, Vatican newspaper report or whatever was like, this is a step back, you know, for um, the war on marriage. Uh, well, that's the newspaper. I no, wanna yeah, right, the, right. That was the newspaper. But the Pope, yeah. but the yeah. Pope, Pope himself actually. has not made a comment quite yet. So um, the Pope was like, "I'm not gonna test this one for about two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give it some time. I'm gonna give it. A, I'm gonna give it a couple of days." I said that whole "Who am I to judge?" thing. It went over well, but this I'm not gonna quite test <laughs> just yet. Yeah, that... this is actually an entire country of people again who are predominantly Catholic. 
voting, major, the majority voting for something that technically is bad, but then also technically like any tattoos are bad, and then like pooping's bad. Shellfish, so shellfish is bad actually. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna series for a little bit. I apologize if you come here only for the comedy and our revelry, uh, whatever. Um, but to me, this is something that's cool, not because I'm gay or anything. It's not personal. But it's one of those things where it's like universally, you, I don't care. You shouldn't really care because if you're against it on a religious basis, um, and I can I can only I can speak for most Christians, but as, especially as a Catholic, as a Catholic, if you're Catholic listening, you have to know this: we all have our sins to bear. Period. None of us have no sins. All of us have a sin, and that's just the truth. And that's just what you have to live with. And it's a matter of choosing which sins you're going to live with, really. Because yep. guess what? You're not pure. You're you're a sinner. Period. You're a sinner. And there's no That's... there's no like degree when you die and you confess your last confession. You're confessing all your sins, whatever it is. So all sins are kind of equal. And this is separate from like you know murder and stuff like that, and which <laughs> yeah. have to which by human law and law of countries and stuff like that we deal with. But I'm just saying, as far as like something like being gay is, if you consider it a sin, then guess what? You have to just accept that it's a sin people live with. And if you're going to fight over sin, then go back and read the rest of Leviticus that says you can't <laughs> wear gold. You can't eat pork. You can't eat shellfish. You can't get tattoos. You can't do a lot of shit in Leviticus and, and a couple other books that are just kind of like no, really no, no, hardcore, and, and those, and essentially, a lot of those sins end with "or he shall die," right? Or he shall be murdered, or he shall be out of the Stoned grace of God. Stoned to death, you know, for like fucking eating shellfish, you know. So, end of soapbox rant. I mean, back what, to the other shit. What what Gilbert said. Uh, that beautiful way to put it. Uh, we all have our own cross to bear, if you will, your own sins to deal with. Um, and my, I don't. I don't, I can't judge you for your sins. I can't. You can't judge me for mine. Um, so yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm happy. It's yeah. a step. I'm a businessman. I'm like, oh shit, that's a lot of revenue the church can make right there. Even more. <laughs> Imagine how fa- fabulous gay weddings are going to be. <laughs> right. And, you know, and really, looking at it realistically, like gay people are going to have the same problems as the rest of us. It's not going to destroy marriage right. than the fucking fifty percent in America. Yeah, and whatever right. the other statistics are in other countries is like getting married. Gonna do shit. Getting married like, for a dude is like essentially is this the line to lose half my shit? All right, let's go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or what? Or what did, uh, Bill Burr said it said it great. I was like, people always tell me to get married, and for me, it's like telling me like we're in a plane and you have me a backpack, and then you tell me there's a fifty percent chance this isn't going to open. <laughs> um, do, do would I you just jump out of the plane? I do what I. Would I just want to land with the plane, or do I have to jump out of this? If I take the pack, I have to jump. There's a 50, 50% chance that it won't open. Or I could just go down and hang out in the plane. <laughs> raid the minibar. Right, raid the minibar. So, <gasps> that I mean, people that are getting all crazy about anybody who gets all crazy about gay marriage, I mean, let them be happy. Let them be miserable. Let them have <laughs> scandals. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just never understood the argument. It's like, uh, like Louis C.K. brought it up. Or it's like, you know, two parents are like, oh, if my kid sees uh, two girls kissing or two guys kissing, they're going to ask me, you know, mommy, why is that happening? And he's like, it shouldn't be society's problem that you have to talk to your <laughs> shitty little kid about things like that. Like, 
Because, you know, be an adult, teach your kid. And, and I think that's just part of it is that, like, in our lives, you know, growing up, like, if we're in Fresno, we didn't see, I didn't really either pay attention or see too many, like, gay couples and stuff uh, as prominent as they are now, you know. Two, year 2000, you know, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy came out. It's like, gays everywhere. We're cool now. Or we're, they're cool now. Uh-huh. Oh, no. oh. Uh, yep. out of himself. Oh, no. Out of himself. Oh, no. <laughs> Again. <laughs> What do they call that? A Freudian slip, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, <laughs> anyway, but... uh, Sam, I, I just want to reveal this to you, new, to you now. I bought you two one-way tickets to Ireland to get married. But <laughs> real though, can I go? No homo. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna go to the Irish pubs. All I know is that apparently now there's gonna be a lot more uh, single women available in Ireland. <laughs> Yeah, because all those guys who were closeted and be like, "Oh shit!" Now I can finally get married to let's, fucking Jack. I can finally this. get, I can finally get married to get my good boy, my good friend Jackie boy over there. But um, <laughs> anyway, to finish my thought real quick, just sorry, uh, Elizabeth, I have to go. <laughs> but to finish my thought, um, so like for me, seeing a gay couple, even to this day, I'll be honest, like I'll see two guys holding hands, and I'll just be like, hmm. And that it's looks like, like the life I want to have. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm no, so jealous. No, I, I look and I maybe look, I kind of stare sometimes, but it's not out of like, that's wrong, that's a sin. It's just like, I don't see that enough. Like, lesbian, same thing. Like, they hold hands. It's like, <laughs> it's not, I need more of that. <laughs> no! You guys, Sam, you keep, keep digging your hole. All right, you, hey, you guys get to be serious about bearing your own sins. Gil, you're talking about, you know, hey, hey, you didn't premise it with time out. I'm going to be serious. Uh, time out. I thought we were still in silly podcast mode. I, I, <laughs> I said, I'm I, picking, said I said I agree with what Gilbert said. So we can, we can do both. Sense. We can do both. But anyway, um, you know, it's say time out, time out, uh, hashtag whatever. Um, it's a beautiful thing. I think it's great. Um, like here, I just want it to be to the point where people are just you know openly with it, and they don't have to worry about it. They don't have to stress about it. Uh, my biggest thing is I hate seeing those like not I hate seeing that it it gets better campaigns, but that those exist in general. That like oh, kids, like yeah, that, that, that they even have to live the life where it's like I can't come out, I can't do this, I you know teenager teenager life sucks for a lot of people already, and to have that on top of it and having kids statistic to a statistical significance killing themselves because of it makes me yeah. sick beyond anything imaginable I could think. So it's just like with Ireland making the move, you know, the U.S. has its fault, you know, the South is a thing, but. <laughs> Like, That's a nice way to put it. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just one day I want to see that, you know, because I know that, you know, you guys make fun of me about being gay. But if I have a kid and he's gay or she's gay, you know, I want them to grow up in a life where it's like it's accepted. And that's what I want, you know, for for my yeah. future, for my kids and things like that. So I uh, props to Ireland. I do. I like this news. I love this news. And um, yeah, it's great. I, I find it really inspiring, if you will. And I, I just want to put on record, though, I, I am for like. Like I'm supportive. I'm an ally. I think it was they say. Yeah. But honestly, in my heart of hearts, like two dudes having sex—that's gross. <laughs> like seriously, that's gross. Here's the but difference. That's why I Here's don't difference. do it. Right. Here's the difference. They're not doing it on the fucking streets. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I don't care as long as they're not have, on the streets. I you yeah, it's gross, but I don't go looking for it. I'm like, oh, this is so <laughs> disgusting. Why am I still clicking on it? Oh my god. <laughs> and my my big thing what. Uh, here goes Angry Gurgi. Angry um, I'm going to take out my headphones. <laughs> I saw on TV not too long ago, a cu- they were asking a couple 
who uh, about you know what do you think about um, this recently newlywed couple? What do you guys think about gay marriage? And they both go, oh, I don't, I don't like it. I don't, I don't think it's something that the churches should allow. They were a mixed, racially mixed couple. <laughs> oh, I'm like, oh, <laughs> the rage and uh, Gilbert's having a rage heart attack. Years ago, you two weren't allowed to get married. <laughs> <laughs> Who are huh? you? Two? Right? It was a black dude and a white girl, and I was like. I don't, <laughs> I don't, do you understand what you were saying right now? You have the audacity to stand there and be like, yeah, I don't think they should be able to get married. What? <laughs> Me too. Oh, yeah, wait, I'm so a... talking about the gay marriage thing? Oh, never mind. I'm by the rapist now. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, what, 80 years ago, maybe, maybe 90 years ago, like, there were probably, like, scientific research saying like how inferior other races were to like white people like right. documented research like this is a valid test of things <laughs> Ooh, eugenics bang, <laughs> like, uh, look at Django where it's like uh, you just can't do stuff because your brain says it yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh is that how that works science oh, science I was I was like I saw this and I was like these motherfucker and i just kind of like walked away i had to walk away from the tv just my mom was, my mom was like where are you going i was like i, I can't i gotta walk I away can't. This, yeah, I, I, I just can't i can't i can't sit I here can't. and watch don't mess people i gotta watch the internet right now <laughs> go watch some a ted talk ted talk or tumblr. something just laugh uh, tumblr <laughs> oh, don't get me started no oh. i don't know one of these days we will get the tumblr oh my god That's a whole be whole let's, just, let's just hope that they go to ireland because it's now it's everything's equal over there so uh, I just I I want I I was on my my place to, my places to go. That's um also one of the big reasons why I'm doing this whole uh, fitness uh, journey is because uh, airplane seats are fucking tiny. And um, <laughs> that's true. I'm a I'm a I have um I'm a voluptuous man. <laughs> I um have very big hips. That is true. I have big old yeah. ass, big old legs, uh, big ass shoulders. I'm just a big ass dude, and uh. Trying to fit, trying to imagine me trying to fit in the middle seat of an airplane. Yeah, fuck that <laughs> noise, yeah. Like you're my cousin, I wouldn't want to sit next to you. I mean, I'm I'm big in my own right, but at least I have a small, tiny butt and narrow hips, so I can fit in those seats first and just kind of <laughs> amoeba my way into the rest of it. I remember uh, I was riding with my brother, and uh, <laughs> oh god, <laughs> I was riding. My, it was we we're driving somewhere. It was um, my sister, my sister-in-law, my brother, myself, and another friend of ours. I can't remember who it was. But we're all black, and we're on the uh, and just a normal four door car. Car, where traditionally three people could fit across the back. <laughs> traditionally, but, traditionally, but me myself, uh, or me myself, Jesus, uh, <laughs> me, myself, myself, my brother, and our uh, I think it was a different friend. I think it was Manuel. Either way, um, or it might have been Alex. Alex, there you go. Alex, you know my friend Alex is a um, he's very square looking. He's yes. kind of like SpongeBob. Kind of, but. He's just thick. He's a very thick dude. Uh-huh. And we're sitting in the back, and then we all they close the door, and then I, I like, exhale, and then I didn't move. <laughs> so I was like, I can get in the crash right now, and I'm pretty sure this is. <laughs> I was like, you guys got any charcoal around? I'm pretty sure we, if we drive long enough, we make some diamonds back here and start tucking them in. <laughs> with the long pass and everything. The pressure and heat. Would've... It was bad. And then and when we finally got, to, oh, finally got to the stop where we were going, uh, my brother opened the door, and I, I never forget, the door, like, flung open. Like, it was like. <laughs> and then we ate. 
<laughs> I just imagine, like, you know, like, the Millennium Falcon, whenever it opens the door, all that steam comes out? <laughs> I just remember it go opening. <laughs> <laughs> we, <laughs> we, we eat, and then we're going to go to the movies, and then we bo- all of us are walking to the car, we're like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> we realized that we just got done eating, and we're, like, going to be able to attempt. So we actually needed uh, somebody to help close the door. <laughs> kept trying to do it and kept hitting somebody else and it was just like I feel like turning sideways I imagine like, you guys oh, trying to close like one door and then the other door pops open <laughs> yeah. so you go around close yeah, that door and the other door episode. pops open hey, Three Stooges episode it was just bad it was, it was, <laughs> you get to the movies and and then the movies packed and we all have to sit in a row it's like Jesus Christ <laughs> five seats available and we're all just kind of like man this is the greatest movie ever sitting all sideways <laughs> So yeah, um, I know for a fact that me and my friend uh, Alex are the width of the interior of a Saturn. <laughs> <laughs> is that an official because measurement? The official measurement is two big ass Mexicans. Because I remember I had my arm on the armrest, my shoulder was touching his, and he was touching the other armrest. So we're exact, we're exact width of the inside of a Saturn. Saturn for the for you kids out there who don't know, remember, is a car that no longer exists. <laughs> and if you still have one, you have to go there to actually get parts <laughs> to Saturn, the planet, because uh, they don't make them anymore. They don't make them anymore. You get Hong Kong bootlegs made from uh, spider webs and probably gold cardboard. Right. Uh, not even cardboard, shredded newspaper. It's, it's all about shredded <laughs> newspaper. Um, but yeah, Ireland, good on you. Any last thoughts on that? Oh, it, uh, this story brings me to a tale. Ah, but I'll save it for later. I'm just, by the way, I know that's not a real Irish accent, like real, real, but I don't care, and we will still do it. Yep. It's more of a Keebler elf type of accent. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always, uh... Me lucky charms. <laughs> uh, there you go. Lucky. Hey, all I'll have to say is that, would you like my shillelagh? It's uh, magically delicious. Well, now, so now you can say that. <laughs> right. They're not allowed to be offended. <laughs> <laughs> they're not allowed. They're not the allowed. Shillelagh Lickens. I'm happy <laughs> tonight. I'm happy. Tonight, that Shillelagh's gonna happy be licked. For him. Uh, I'm pretty sure the island, the island that is Ireland, probably smelled like butt sex and <laughs> butter when it happened. Uh, if you don't know what truffle butter is, go to. No! <laughs> <laughs> go to- <laughs> I can't go believe to- they made a song that references truffle butter. Truffle butter, no fewer than five times in that song what yeah it's a song called truffle butter is on the radio can't believe it it's gross don't look uh, it up to yourself uh, that's disgusting yeah on the radio Wait. on the radio because the words truffle butter by themselves don't really mean it <laughs> is that so like, is that like when they said ski 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 on the radio? yes <laughs> yes, <laughs> skeet, skeet, yes. Skeet, white people don't know what it means yet <laughs> uh skeet 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 <laughs> I remember hearing that. I was like, I don't think white folks know what this means. But hey, <laughs> I, I did it for. Wait a minute. I don't know what this means, but I'm pretty sure they shouldn't be played on the radio. Right. And like a day later, I was like, okay, now I know what it means. Oh man, <laughs> fucking. But that's another thing we need to go on to. Remind me for later. Uh, '90s music, but more importantly, '90s edited music. Greatest edits ever comes from fucking TV. Yes. <laughs> TBS. TBS. Or people. is Mickey Mouse bull squash. Yippee ki Mr. Mr. Falcon. Yippee ki Mr. Falcon. What was the name of this? Like, anybody trying to do a, uh, a Bruce Willis impersonation? It was just like Mr. Spellett saying Mr. Falcon. 
Seedse. <laughs> uh, but my favorite, I've had it with these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday through Friday plane. Yeah. <laughs> Monday through oh. Friday plane. You know what? If we do an episode about edits, I'm gonna have to go on Kids Bop. Oh, I, so I work at a, I work at a school, <laughs> and every once in a while we have to play we play music, and it's all the Kids Bop versions because we don't want no cussing. <laughs> no language. Kids Bob does some weird music. Like, why, why, why? I think those guys are like, they, they give themselves challenges. Like, <laughs> all right, to the windows, to the walls, to the stre- sweat drops off my balls. Let's see. <laughs> the windows, to the walls, till the clay melts off the my, walls. My balls. So <laughs> 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 makes it way in there. <laughs> Ah, oh, jump, 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 jump. Ah, oh, oh, jump, 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 jump. jump. <laughs> oh, my favorite. Oh, man, never mind. There was that Megan Trainer one. <laughs> God, you guys heard about that one? The, just last one. Megan Trainer, the all about that bass. Don't get, send us a video. Sing it. Sing so, it from memory. Sing it ba- sing the, I'm not going to watch the video. All right, from memory. So the line is, uh, what is it? Um, you know, I'm bringing, I'm bringing. I'm bringing booty, booty back. I'm bringing booty back. Yeah. I'm bringing booty back. The kids' bop edit, however, sounded as such. I'm bringing anal back. <laughs> what? Anal? <laughs> okay, so I said it correctly. I said it correctly. Let me say it again. I'm bringing anal back. All right. The real line. I'm bringing it all back. <laughs> I'm bringing it all back. But what you hear is obviously what you hear. So. Um, that made me laugh till I peed myself a little bit the first time I heard that. I laughed for like 20 like, minutes. That must be the first time where Kids Bop was more nasty <laughs> than the actual song. Thank you, Megan Trainer. I'm glad. I didn't know it was gone, but thank you for bringing it back. <laughs> right? Right. Well, we well, never left Megan Trainer. Uh, Ireland, uh, Ireland loves you. Ireland vote. <laughs> Ireland has brought anal back. Anyway, so we're going to move on to video games. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> Vidgy games for a while, and Gurgi, we do have a streaming uh, episode slash show coming up pretty soon. Hopefully, I think you're figuring out the kinks. Uh, yeah, it's more of uh, figuring out the kinks and then getting the time. All right, getting kinky. Time is not on his side, but anyway, he did play uh, Assassin's Creed. No, not Assassin's Creed. Uh, <laughs> Destiny, House of Cards, House of Wolves. House. house of- <laughs> I'm not much of a. I'm not much of a gamer. I'm gonna guys. let me intro it. I'm not much of a gamer, guys. But anyway, so, um, Destiny. I've, had the, I've had the. I got the House of Wolves, just like everybody else who plays Destiny. Because uh, I don't know about you guys, but that game was really dragging out. It was <laughs> man. I was there's only so many times you could beat Crota and do the raid. There's only so many times you could do Vault of Glass and then. Try to get the guns, fucking fate bringer. You're an asshole. But it anyway. changes after the first twenty hours of play. That's the only thing I remember from the advertising. I worked at Best Buy at the time when it came out, and so I was like, it changes after twenty hours. And you've no, never it seen doesn't. an MMO before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the truth? So now the the um, House of Wolves came out, and there's a few story missions that are you're basically hunting down a um, rogue bad guy that was helping somebody, then he went AWOL, and now he's doing crazy stuff. And then there's um, the Prison of Elders, which I think is just an awesome name in general, <laughs> where it's a five-stage um, five stage uh, gauntlet that each stage has three rounds, and there's different modifiers, there's different... Sometimes you have to, like, um, dismantle mines, 
and there's a lot of enemies. There's a lot of um, the enemies are v- pretty difficult. You must absolutely work on the team as a team and have um, weapons that'll are beneficial. You like um, there's three types of uh, like weapon types. There's well weapon like modifiers. There's arc, which is like electricity. There's solar, which is fire, and then there's void, which is I don't know fucking purple. And then there's and, cards, and then go planet, Captain Planet. Anyway, go ahead. And so you, each each uh, class of bad guy, um, Cabal, Fallen, um, Hive, each respond to those differently. Some of them, you know, yada yada yada. Um, so it's really, really, it's really interesting, and they, they do it at the different levels: um, twenty-eight, thirty-two, thirty-four, and then thirty-five. So it gets progressively harder, and then the Loot is pretty good, so it's it's pretty um, it's very fun, and I I'm actually itching to play some more of it right now just because uh, I'm trying to get to the whole Prison of Elders thing, uh, before um, without dying, which is just a personal thing for me. Last mm-hmm. night I almost did it. I did it um with three deaths total through all fifteen I guess rounds or five stages uh, stuff like that. So I only did three deaths, and because the last guy on the highest one I could do right now, the thirty four challenge. Is uh, the the boss fight at the end? Um, every so often, he does the childhood trick of uh, the floor is lava. No, and you have to just stay airborne and jump off stuff and touch the ground and jump while things are trying to rush you and kill you because literally the ground is on fire. And he does that, and it goes for ten seconds, and then it stops, and then you have to lay into him. And so it's 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 fun. And then there's the trials of Osiris. Um, is that like a courtroom drama where you have to like present evidence and uh... yeah, it's really weird because when you first go in, it goes dun 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 dun. <laughs> and anyway, but it's a uh, um... <laughs> maybe Sammy can find that sound. Clip. That's hard right. to do. Yeah. Dun 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 dun. That fucking Law and Order. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, it's a multiplayer experience. Uh, you need to have your team, and you and your team need to work very well together and be fucking good at the game because if you lose three times, you are out. And you have to buy your way into the Trials of Osiris with um, Glimmer, which is the currency in the game. And you lose three games, you're out. You win nine games, you get awesome stuff. You win five games, you get, like, a piece of armor. So it's be- you don't have to win them in a row, but you just have to win in general. And it is very difficult. That's for, like, the top-tier players. And um, there are moments when I'm actually very good, and then there are moments where I'm, like... I couldn't, sh- I couldn't shoot you with two feet away with a fucking shotgun. So, um, yeah, I, um, I'm really enjoying it. It is fun. Um, it adds cool new um, armor stuff. So, you know, the Destiny fashion is the hottest praised right now. Um, the game still is an asshole. doesn't want to give me the most powerful rocket launcher in the game because it sucks. <laughs> I've been playing that game okay. for about... Hey, but I, but I heard it's like a $20 DLC. Is that true? Yes, it is a twenty dollars. Oh, DLC. is it really? Yes, I just made that up off the top of my fucking head. Are you kidding me? No, it's a twenty dollars DLC unless you bought the uh, like full thing, the where you got pass. both the season pass, where you got both DLCs for thirty five. But that, both of them. that pisses me off. I was just I literally was just fucking kidding. I had no like concept of that. You know what? Uh, Fuck developers. You know what? Fuck that noise because it's probably like a two percent chance or less than that that you actually get that armor or gun or whatever. Because it's like a lottery system or some shit you were telling me last Yeah! Time? So, so uh, that was I my question. Have they fuck improved, that, like, like, okay, so here's here's the thing. Like, what if, what would you tell somebody who's maybe, like, 
put off Destiny for a while. Do you think they should come back and play the DLC? Do you, have they improved anything? Is it still that weird loot system? Um, they, the drops have have been better. Um, you play the Crucible, which is the uh, multiplayer, and there I I was playing it, and I I got a few weapons. Then you end up sharding just because I, I I don't like auto rifles or whatever. It's your preference, but there are much more weapon drops. Um, Ingrams, which are things that you trade in that could turn into weapons or just materials that you use to build, those drop a lot more. Um, I could tell you this. Peter Dinklage uh, is your companion to the game, and I don't know if he was directed this way or he was just phoning it in for a paycheck, but he sounds very lazy. And when you're the main person giving the story, the exposition, yeah. it, you're kind of like, what? how am I supposed to be invested in this if I feel that the person reading the lines isn't, you know? Right. Yeah. And Destiny's not known for its story, but... I will say this, that this is a 10-year investment like some MMOs are, are and I think that story is going to develop over the next years. Like, I think Destiny 2, when it comes out next year, I'm assuming, is going to kind of make the huge leap forward when it comes to story because there's there's a lot in the game that happens that I know that is going on in the background and stuff like that. Like, Just running the game probably takes a lot of effort from the company. But um, if you're... The only thing I can say is that it doesn't have a raid, a new raid, and that kind of pissed off a lot of people, including myself. I say, yeah, that, yeah I, I, I was kind of surprised you didn't mention a raid. Yeah, there's a new strike, but the strike is not... The strike's just like a little bit longer story mission, huh. hmm. and it's like a boss battle, but it's nothing like like a raid boss battle. Yeah. So I, that's what pissed off a lot of people. I, there might be one that comes out you know, later. I have no clue. Um, but like I said, RNGesus, which is uh, the random generator thing that drops all the things, that's what everybody calls them is RNGesus. Um, it's a lot better. I've gotten cool stuff. I've gotten a lot of armor to upgrade and stuff like that. Uh, things don't cost a ridiculous amount of like shit to upgrade. Like You used to have like 75 weapon parts, which is what you get weapon parts from <laughs> dismantling weapons. Right. Yeah. But each weapon gives you a max four. Uh-huh. So not only do you have to hope that you find a weapon Ingram or get awarded a weapon that you don't want to use so you can scrap it <laughs> yeah. for two weapon parts just so you can use those weapon parts to upgrade a gun that you already have that already has all the experience. You just need the materials to upgrade it. Like That's where I'm at right now. Yeah, I have all the weapons that I want that I'm going to use because I'm not uh, like... Some people, this is like a part-time job or even a full-time job. Like Destiny, they have three characters that they run all the things with. Yeah, and it's just a lot of time and effort, and more power to him if you had the time and you're that great of a player to do it. I have one character that I use a lot, and I'm working on another one that is the same class, just so I can have double chances of winning the armor that I want. Uh-huh. Um, but um, if you if you've been off for a while, it's enough to keep you going. Um, the Prison of Elders is fucking awesome. The where I was going with with the voice acting, the voice acting on with the story and the story missions and the new characters that you interact with are fucking awesome. Um, except for Dinklage Bot. Same for Peter the Dinklebot. Dinklebot. Yeah. Uh, Dinklebot is. Um, but I, again, I don't know if he was directed that way or he was just like, yeah, whatever. I got a Game of Thrones. I got to do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I give it a solid. I don't know. Yawn and a half. Yeah, I give it a solid yawn and a half. Uh, I'm bored right now because I need to be stimulus stimulus by uh, Destiny. No, I give it a solid, I don't know, what's our rating system? 
We'll go uh, ten whatevers out of ten whatevers. So it ten, be ten Dinglebots, eight Dinglebots. All right, I'll give it. I'll give it a solid seven tacos. That's racist. Out of ten. All right, I go um, seven Irish gay couples. That works. That is not <laughs> racist. That is accepting and universal. Out of ten. That's good. That's yeah. Uh, yeah, it's fun. I like it. It's the only game I really play right now, other than GTA. I still. Have, uh, so I still what if you're GTA. still playing Titanfall? If you're still playing Titanfall, <laughs> um, I hear it's a fun game. I don't know who you're playing with, but uh, <laughs> just playing with yourself. Playing guilt. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. They did have the foresight to give you infinite amount of bots, so you All can right. kill billions of things that don't move much, and don't, that'll recognize you as a threat, but won't shoot. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I'm still playing Black Ops 1, so it's pretty cool. The numbers, Mason! <laughs> right? That's from Black Ops, right? I don't know. I, don't... I was making that up, one, because oh. I don't play those games, and two, I'm pretty sure nobody's playing Black Ops 1, except this guy named Jeffrey. Who... I, I'm still playing uh, Carl on Duty, Black Cops. Black Cops, yes. Carl Winslow. Carl Winslow on Duty. But anyway, um... Now about so... new games. Yeah, well, like, new games are... One thing I brought up at the beginning was the uh, spiritual successor, as we so said 500 times by us. Spiritual. Actually, somebody sent this to me. I want to say it was guy Robert, one of our fans on the podcast. Yeah, we have fans. Yeah, right. It's no daddy, Raboito. <laughs> and he actually, he was like, have you seen this? And he sent it to me, I'm like, what the fuck is this? It was called uh, Ukulele. I go, this, this name Sounds fucking stupid. And then I looked at the image, I go, oh, it's Gex and the fucking bat from Ferngully. All right, what is this about? <laughs> and then I started playing it, and then I hear, like, the music. I'm going to play some music uh, for the audience. You guys won't be able to hear it. That's not it. Actually, it is it. Turn it down a bit for the audience. Very, very steel drummy. That's an interview. But very xylophony. Yeah, very xylophony, steel drummy. And I was like, that sounds like... Do, 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 yeah, that do, sounds do, do. like... Uh, Actually, that's uh, Diddy Kong Racing. <laughs> that sounds like Banjo and Kazooie. And then I see, like, the greenery, and I'm like, it looks like Banjo and Kazooie. And then I look, and then it's like... Bah, 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 bah. And he's, this little bat thing is flying. I'm like, this is Banjo and Kazooie. What the fuck? You can't have people, like, steal fucking ideas from Super uh, Nintendo 64 and just make a new game. And he went on to explain it to me that it's the creative the com- folks... Yeah. Uh, it's the creative people behind rare, yeah. um, that are behind making DK. this. And I'm like, oh, I don't know how I feel about it being exactly the same game without Banjo and Kazooie, but with high definition graphics, a lot of the same similar mechanics of the game, and, you know, and maybe even a few more with the, you know, enhanced graphics and stuff. So I was at a little bit, of, it was my first real exposure to quote unquote a spiritual successor. Um, you know, that wasn't, you know, officially licensed by a major company. So uh, I'm looking at the Kickstarter right now, and it had uh, 270,000. Uh, yeah, 270,000 as their goal, and they made two million six hundred thirty-eight thousand seventy-six dollars, and they have 21 days to go for to hit the the original goal. So goddamn, Yuka Lele spelled. I'm just gonna say. I do agree. Ukulele is a stupid name. All right, at least we're okay. At least it's not just me because I. No, yeah, I, that's a to me that's kind of a dumb name. Yeah, but if it's you, a little bit too whimsical. <laughs> <laughs> just call him like Irish Shillelagh, a three D platformer. Nah, um, I don't know. It looks interesting. I'm, I I've looked at some of the gameplay, and 
like I said, it's not really much more to it. Well, it's pretty, I think it's still pretty early. I mean, the Kickstarter is still going on. Right. So we're not going to see this game probably even this year. Right. Um, I am, it's funny to me that they have actual footage already. Right. Because usually when I see a lot of like Kickstarters and stuff, they're just like, oh, we have ideas and maybe we have some art. Right. Uh, maybe we have like a demo of what it would look like. Maybe not really. Kind of. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, at least in my honest opinion, it's just they upresed Banjo and Kazooie and took them out. Like honestly, it's that close. Um, even down to like the uh, the captions, you know, like the talking bubbles, like the way they mm. scroll and things like that. Um, it's all very similar. But no, they actually these guys are either talented enough, have the materials, or either funding to get that kind of demo reel out and. It already looks sharper than a lot of things on Kickstarter, a lot of those games and stuff. That's what I'm saying, yeah. They already yeah, have it's... stuff, substantial-looking stuff that right. says, hey, this is what at least you can, right. you know, kind of feel what it looks like. And it it, it is impressive. Uh, it's just weird seeing, like, a Banjo and Kazooie game with such high res. Because if you go back and look at the game, I remember when I was little... But it's not a Banjo and Kazooie game. Right. But it's the same folks. And the, the the thing that gets me the most, the thing, the reason why I can't really distinguish between the two, honestly, is the environment. Like, the environment is just so similar to me that these, in my mind, are in the same world. Like, you know, I'm going to see Groomhilda, whatever the witch's name, and I'm going to hear that mole that speaks Spanish. You know, I feel like I'm going to see them in this new game. Why would that be bad? It's not bad. It's just that they don't have the rights to it, and so it just confuses me how much they can get away with it. But no, no. But <laughs> what do you mean, get away with it? Like, imagine, like you imagine you created excellence, right? And then you decided to partner up with the company, and then along that relationship, they were like, "Oh, now we own the excellence. Um, we don't want you anymore. We're gonna do something else with it." And then you're on your own. Like you, you wouldn't change your personality because, right. like, oh, my persona on the excellence is kind of my real persona. Right. So this is too similar. So I'm gonna be wacky and something else. Right. So it's like, you know, you can't but, ask an artist to change his style. But if I, mid- but if I started the pixel with a pixelence and it was a guy in a mariachi suit, not a skull, but just a dude, I'd, it'd confuse some people as all. Well. Now, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just. Oh, um, I didn't get that. Yeah. It's no. Uh, it, yeah. yeah. I like it. it I, just don't, I just don't understand your confusion of like, you know, these guys are just trying to do more work. Right. They're just trying to do something because, like, if you looked at the last Banjo Kazooie, Nuts and Bolts, that had nothing to do with. Banjo and Kazooie, like was that on Xbox or some shit like that? Yeah, you know, it was about yeah. driving. It wasn't about and a level hyg- exploration. Hyg- Here, here's my thing: who, who's the group of people that loved Banjo Kazooie? What age group? Well, us. Yeah, I was like, us, I was like, right? I was like eight or so. Uh, us, you know. So right now we have disposable income. The majority of us have disposable income to buy video games. Right. What better way to make sure your thing is going to succeed? is recreating a, a game that looks awfully similar reminds you off the bat of a game that you had a great time playing as a kid. That is why Mario does all that great. That's why Mario Kart fucking crushes all the time. Because, oh, Mario Kart's a different thing. Um, because it's more of a competitive thing, competitive thing. I saw this, like, if they made a Crash Bandicoot, like, or not even, not Crash Bandicoot, a Jack and Daxter, like, spiritual successor, yeah. I would buy that game instantly. Mm-hmm. This style of game is coming out. There's a game called uh, Schrodinger's Cat that, if you can, take a look at it. The game looks fun. The voice acting looks awesome. And um, the gameplay is fun. It's a, it's a platformer, but much like how DK was, we're 2D platformer. 
uh-huh. and uh, Banjo is more of a three-dimensional world, and I I like it. I'm happy to see games like this coming about, the Spyro the Dragon-esque, you know, type of things, because I believe this gives kids to play games that are appropriate for them, one. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm tired of hearing my 12-year-old uh, kids at work telling me, oh, uh, do you do you play Call of Duty uh, fucking murder brown people? And I was like, uh, no, I don't play Call of Duty murder brown people. Uh, I am brown person, so I don't. <laughs> and you want to. And you are brown people, so stop. I being am. I, I, I have a hard time. I have a hard time shooting people in a video game. I don't even if I don't know if it's me. Like I can kill monsters and crazy looking forearm things in Destiny. I can kill aliens in Halo. Um, I have a hard time still shooting unless they're Nazis or Russians. <laughs> Or Nazi uh, Russians. Or Nazi Russian robots. I have a hard time uh, doing that. I'll play the game for a while and I'll play the story, which is I'm like the only one on the planet. I got fucking tricked by the newest uh, Modern Warfare. Like, oh, they got Kevin Spacey. The story has to be fucking good. And then I started, <laughs> I, I played the game and I'm like, no, don't do this. This is, you're painting by numbers. Please don't. You're painting by numbers. God damn it. You painted by numbers and you just used a fucking. Eight colors from the original Crayola box. Hey, Gary, hey, Gary. Kevin Spacey. Hey, Gary, did you press X to pay respects? Uh, I did. Okay, good. Of course, man. Now, Memorial I'm gonna, Day. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take it back though, because I want to go back to where you said make something fun. Yeah. And I think that's I like I may have said it before, but that's one of the things about like a lot of video games is that they don't have to be dark anymore. Well, not even about dark, but even in in a lot of gameplay, it's become kind of like. We need to make gameplay where you're investing a lot of something into it. And whether that's time or, like, the darkness factor, like, we're going to put in a crafting system in a shooter. But we're going to make it so that you have to constantly be playing to get stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Or or we're going to make it so, like, it's super realistic, super dark, and inspired by these stuff. So the the tone <coughs> of everything is, like, we need to make it so that you guys are... Constantly playing, constantly invested, and never yeah. like escaping this game, you know. So we're gonna put all these elements that make it so that you need to commit to this game. Yeah, and and, it's hard uh, to be fun. It's hard to be fun and like enjoy something when it's it's serious. Like, oh, I need to do this because it'll get me to the next level, or I need to grind because my party is waiting for me to get to forty, and I'm no. only tw- thirty nine, and I can't enter the. Uh, and you know the raid until I'm forty. And honestly, that's yeah. why I stopped playing a lot of hardcore games. Like going off of that, like I would play a game. I go, man, I'll play the story mode. Okay, well now I have to. Okay, I got the weapon. Okay, now I got the better weapon. But the better weapon requires that I play with this seven times, hit seven targets, and then I have to do a side mission to get the better weapon. But it's not as good as your old weapon. In one, it, it, a lot of this stuff kind of got confusing. Like you said, you have to level up. You have to grind. I was never much of a grinder. Something somewhere in there, there's a gay joke, but um, I was never I was never really a grinder. Somewhere, I, I just and so that's why I just kind of stuck with Madden and like sports games. Like I went back and right now I'm playing. Uh, was it Fight Night Round Three from 2006? Yeah, I just got bored because I was like, <laughs> great game though. I was like, you know what? I like I looked at new games like because I wanted to play some video games. Right, I have a PS3. One, you get sponsored by Burger King in that game. Yeah, you get sponsored by Burger King, and the, <laughs> and the king follows you out to the ring. It's weird, and um, and I'm just going back and I'm playing that because it's like okay, I can do my career because the career mode is fun as shit. You know, like my thing is that well, single player, just they just kind of go off sidetrack for a little bit. I'm a huge single player guy. I like campaign modes, 
and games aren't made with that anymore. A lot of them. Or it's like it's second tier to like their multiplayer. Right. So like Call of Duty, like, oh, would you play Call of Duty? It's like because Call of Duty doesn't have a story. At least like, a, well, like yeah. Because you have to invest thirty hours to be decent, and then you have to invest a hundred hours to be good. Right. And it has to be mostly consecutive. Like you can't ever take a break. Uh-huh. No, he's right. Call of Duty doesn't have a, a single player. Yeah. And it's there, but it's 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 there, but it's well, like yeah. yeah, you kill some you kill some Russians in an airport and then you but pay I mean, respects. And, and then... but here, here's here's kind of where I was going with it. There's another spiritual successor called Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. And that one is a Castlevania style um Castlevania style side scroller. Uh-huh. And basically like if you hand me this game, if you hand me uh ukulele, I would probably know what to do off the bat. <laughs> that yeah, it's you instinctive. Know? Yeah. Right, and that's one thing where they need to make more games like this because there's a whole generation of gamers who are like, I learned games as one certain set style. Yeah, you know, I have a certain set of skills that I can, I know how to use, and a lot of these other games don't really cater to that. So I have to keep relearning new systems, uh-huh. even though I have this kind of naturalistic system ingrained to me already as far as platforms and stuff like that. You know, and one thing I like about these games too is that. From looking at them, my guess is that it could be like you have a punch and a jump, level one. Okay, so everything in level one is on the ground in front of you, um, and maybe there's a guy across a bridge or across a lake or something like that, and you have to jump to him. So right. you punch everybody and you jump. Level two, we're going to give you um, a dash. Mm-hmm. So you're going to run into this bridge that's falling, and if you run across it, you'll fall. If you jump across it, it's too long, so you have to dash, jump, dash across it. Right. You know, at level three, we're going to introduce. Uh, flying enemies, so they give you this jump kick, right. you know. So it's very, it's this very measured. Like we're going to give you things across the game, so it's always kind of fresh, right? And then without and, being and the, too out of the ordinary. Like we're not going to say, oh, in level one you get a jump and a punch, and then level five you get a bazooka where you have to look down the iron sights and yeah. lock on mechanism. It's just like no, we're just going to give you something in right. that makes sense to our universe. Dole it out. So that you get used to it, but you keep getting powerful. Right. And, so the, and, then, and then at the that. end, it's like, you know, the, at the end, the bosses, they're not like putty guys where you're just like, oh, I'm so powerful, I beat him with one punch. But you have to right. combine all those skill sets. Right. To, Even the first level punch right. where there's a mode where like little dudes come out and you're going to have to punch them all before you can get to the main dude. Right. And whatever. then you have the wall jump that you learned in fourth level to get to this one part yeah. to kill this. Yeah. So, yeah, that's stuff that like maybe, like I haven't played it, but maybe Little Big Planet does. But, like, I don't know, you know, like, the last game I played that you, that reminded me of that, it was, like, a Ninja Turtles game on the, like, Game Boy Advance. I forget which one it was, but it pretty much was that as a side-scroller, same kind of way, where you kind of got your skills, and you leveled, you leveled, you leveled, and then went like that. Guacamelee, so, Guacamelee that, is similar to that. I did play you know a little though, bit of that, too. There's a lot of, like, in, indie stuff and middleware stuff that's trying to come back. Yeah, and the thing, that's the, the one thing I want. I want middleware to come back because there's all this stuff where it's like a hundred million dollar budget, and they need to make two hundred million to be profitable. Yeah, like the AAA titles are insane to me. Like, are constantly putting down. I mean, I I, I have um, Xbox Live Gold, so I get a bunch of free games that every month I get a free game that I just kind of get to mess around with, and I, I don't even play them. I got to buy an external hard drive. Because I get all of them, I just don't. I don't play them. Like they had a pool yeah. game. I like pool. I played pool a lot, and it's fun to play that stuff. I, I would literally suck somebody's dick at EA to get a fucking baseball game for Xbox One. 
Because I, I, <laughs> I love hope, the sports. Just, just hope he's in Ireland while you do that. Just hope yeah, he's I hope he's in Ireland. Um, because I, I, I love the game. I love playing baseball games. I can go back to my 360 and play uh, 2K14 or 15, whatever I have. But I don't want to have to hook up my 360 again, or you know, I don't, I don't want to have to do that. I want to play a next gen fucking baseball game. Um, I highly recommend you guys uh, look at Schrodinger, Schrodinger's cat. The game looks fucking fun. Uh-huh. Um, it to me, it uh, seeing the games like uh, Ukulele coming out, Schrodinger's cat gives me hope that video games are gonna go back to just being fun storytelling games. Like how I could play Jack and Daxter again and laugh probably still. Right. Yeah. And just a modernization of that would be fun. Mm-hmm. I you took know. the shit out of Spyro the Dragon. Spyro, yeah. yeah. Spy, Spy, before Spyro could talk. Then he was able <laughs> Wait, to he talk. Can talk? After the, yeah, in the later ones he was able to talk. Uh, can Jack talk? Uh, he said stuff. Um, uh, <laughs> childhood over. Virus equals various. Honestly, if I can get a spiritual successor to anything, uh, it's... Fucking football games. Just I just like griping on EA. Um, the only spiritual successor I think I might get. Um, so obviously I, I play Madden. I'm not like good at it. I just like you know creating a character and being a running back for the Raiders and winning 17 Super Bowls in a row. That's my thing. But like there is a spiritual successor, quote unquote, coming out for that. It's actually a reboot of an old series, Joe Montana's Football. He's coming, yeah. he's coming out with a new football game. It's not licensed by the NFL, which is kind of you know fun. But it's using the Unreal he's Engine. Fail, but. It's using the Unreal Engine. Huh. So, really? yeah. So it's kind of like, I hope that, like, you know, similar kind of halfway knockoff Joe Montana football will go back to making, like you said, football games fun. Because, like, football games, you used to be able to taunt on your way to, like, you know, to the goal line. Helmets came off. You could late hit people all crazy. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, hell, throw, throw in some elements of, like, blitz, you know, where it's just, like, all sorts of late hits <laughs> and shit. Like, that's fun. Madden... Uh, on my PS3 on 15, you're supposed to be able to taunt, but you can't on PS3. I don't know if they didn't port it or if they fucked up the controls. You can't taunt. You haven't been able to taunt for a while. You can't knock helmets off. You can't run into referees. You can't, uh, you can't late hit. It's almost impossible to late hit somebody. Like, there's no crowd elements. There's no crowd anything. Everything sucks, to be honest. It's not fun (laughs) anymore. I can't understand that. The money, the money went into the fucking announcement and I, Fucking hate Bill Sims. Yeah, Bill Sims. <laughs> they got rid of. Fuck. They got rid of them. My number one gripe, Madden 15. They got rid of the name Gonzalez. Tony Gonzalez Tony. retired, and they took it out of the game. They didn't just leave it. They took it out of the game. So it's like <laughs> Gonzalez been in there since like '92. Like there was a, some random lineman, third string lineman on the Bears named Gonzalez in Madden '92 or whatever, and like now it's gone. Like they purposely took it out. Like Gonzalez is like the third most common last name in. Latin America, or whatever. Fuck that. I'm, I was pissed. That still pisses me off. I paid. I paid for Madden. <laughs> just want to score a touchdown, Gonzalez with the touchdown. Like I wanted to hear that, and Phil Sims disappointed me yet again. <laughs> As he always does. As he always Phil does. Sims. Jim Nance, fuck you. All right. Um, but that's the spiritual successor. Um, that's kind of the stuff I miss. You know, fun. I, games aren't fun to me anymore. But there's one game that I am a perennial. Is that every year? Is that how you say it? Perennial. Um, buyer of, yeah. annual or buyer of, and uh, up until last year because the PS4 came out and Xbox One came out and I didn't get one, but that's the Assassin's Creed series. I fucking yeah! love me some Assassin's Creed series, and uh, uh, it's it's like Assassin's Creed is kind of like Doctor Who. Ezio was my doctor, 
So after that, I'm just kind of like dropped it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm more of a Connor. Not a Connor. I'm more of a Edward. I was going to say Connor. Is anybody a Connor? No, nobody's a Connor. Ed, Edward's my doctor. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know who's my... I, don't, I guess Ezio is because I fell in love with him. I bought the all those Tardis, games. The TARDIS is your doctor. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, it's Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Uh, Assassin's Creed Steampunk, as I saw in the trailer and all that stuff. Um, Gerg, I just want to go back to uh, a little hit you said to me a couple of years ago, at a, or maybe not even a couple of years ago, last year, at the Giants game. It was video game night at the Giants game. Yeah. And they gave away like Assassin's Creed like toys with baseball bats mm-hmm. and Giants helmets, which is kind of yeah, weird. It was, Ar- it was an Arno, Arno, uh, Gi- Arno-themed uh, Assassin's Creed character. Yeah. McFarlane toy. Made by McFarlane McFarlane toy. Yeah, yep. and... Um, one, it was weird that it was just like a baseball player Assassin's Creed. <laughs> but two, he that the guy who was at there speaking. Do you know who? Do you remember who that guy was? Um, Alex. Uh, I can't remember his last name. It's French. However, he made some sort of implication about Assassin's Creed and California, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he said that there would be a West Coast uh, assassin in the future. So the far flung future. Well, that's yeah. well, like when they did the like, uh, what's his name, uh, Ubisoft and the Assassin's Creed Facebook page did this whole week of like, uh oh, we're gonna tease a tease to the world premiere of the teaser of the trailer, and they put little bits and pieces out, and you know, it's and like, then somebody leaked it, and then <laughs> right, yeah, and it was like God right, save yeah. the Queen. And I'm just like, ah, I thought this was gonna go somewhere other than fucking Europe. Uh, all right, see, there's Arno. Yeah. They can't see on the TV screen or on the radio show. Showing you guys, like, fuck, I see. like John Cena. <laughs> but anyway, um, so Assassin's Creed Syndicate, um, it's in London, seventy-five years after Unity, and um, yeah, after this they say Ubisoft is done with medieval settings. So as you saw in some of the trailer, if you have seen it, go watch it. Well, there's, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, there's, well, there's the French Revolution technically medieval. <laughs> yeah, I think that's. Uh, yeah, no, after, and. Was it uh, two Renaissance? Yeah. So really, only the first yeah. one was medieval. Yeah, they don't. Under, this article does not understand the concept. <laughs> of, understand uh, what medieval. medieval means. But the concept. Like, what bothers saying. me is that what bothers me about all these games because I'm not like I said I stopped at two because two point three was a bit disappointing. I love the setting. Revelations. Revelations. Yeah, I love the setting. I love running through Istanbul or yeah Istanbul. Constantinople. No Constantinople at the Istanbul, time. Istanbul. Right? Constantinople. Yeah. But anyway, it, it's fun running through the cities and, like, seeing stuff. Um, but they keep, like, I don't understand how games can be made in a series where you're get, given stuff and then after a certain point, you're just, it's taken away and you don't have stuff anymore. <laughs> and then it's not replaced with anything meaningful. Like, I want a game with a lot of cool nuances in Assassin's Creed. Like, give me a fucking guild system where, like, there's an actual thieves guild that I have to maybe, like, do missions for to get on their side or I can start a war with them or like in syndicate are we going to be street gangs as well like are we going to have like street brawls well part like, of the give, yeah give, well, part like, of the game me, is that but and that's what I mean like give me a bunch but give me more than just that give me a bunch of stuff because you've already have the groundwork laid out you already know what your game has to look like you're going to sword fight use a gun or a projectile and then use your hidden blade and sneak around mm-hmm like the fact that uh, Unity was just that, if, I was like, "What? You don't get buddies? You just you get those shitty smoke, uh, the shitty bombs again?" It's like, Ugh. <laughs> so frustrating. 
It's um, getting me fill the world with stuff is what I'm saying. Fill the world with stuff than rather than giving my assassin stuff because my assassin is a fucking death machine anyway. Like right, yeah. There's only I mean, he's not gonna shoot people even though this one gets a revolver, which to me takes away the entire point of being an assassin like stealth and quietness. Yeah, if you're gonna shoot a fucking <laughs> six shooter in the middle of the goddamn street, right? Um, I I like how each character gets their own like. Um, like I don't know, special weapon. Like I really like the fact that this guy has brass knucks uh-huh. on on him that kind of like wrap that are built into the suit almost that he's wearing. Yeah. I like the fact that he has like casual <laughs> mode where he like takes his hood off and pulls a hat out of his ass and puts it on his head. <laughs> almost <laughs> literally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then when he's doing it, he flips it off, pulls the hood on, and then puts the hat back in his rectum. And um, I'm always gonna find something that I love about the games. Like last the last game. Um, there's a few things that I was really, uh, the Phantom Blade was pretty cool to see. Um, and the fact that the environment now is becoming such a key element in the game too. Um, the fact that you were in a one-to-one, uh, representation of Paris was pretty cool in Unity. Um, there were a lot of glitches that everybody complained about Unity, but, um, I never experienced those. (laughs) So I can't, like, I, I didn't get that experience. With the glitches and stuff, I actually I truly enjoyed the game. Um, it again um, to go back to a different uh, conversation that um, we had I had on a different podcast was that the, these assassins, you know, um, the reason everybody a lot of people like Ezio is because you got to be with Ezio from literally birth to death. You know, you got to ride that his wave of his story through three games, and yeah. these guys, you're kind of here's this guy, something happened. He's getting revenge. He becomes an assassin. It's basically the past three assassins. You don't get enough time with them to truly, like, for them to tell a story. Right. Yeah. That's my only big gripe with these guys that they keep introducing us to new dudes where I would have liked to have seen, you know, Edward uh, go through more or um, Arno get older. Yeah. You know, but through the story of the game that's happening, I don't want to spoil anything for anybody. It doesn't kind of make sense with the game that they're with the what's happening in the real world, right? Versus what's happening in these virtual worlds. And that's probably my yeah. biggest gripe. Having the last game I played was uh, Black Flag, where you go with Desmond for, and, and everyone complains about Desmond. Everyone fucking hates Desmond. I love me some Desmond. I hated Desmond. Well, I appreciate his role in the story. I hated him as a character because he's so fucking. Boring. Well, like that, they didn't. I think they didn't spend enough time with him. Maybe that's what that, his that's, problem was. That's what that, and that's what, that was my thing. Is that like they built him up as the savior of the modern world, and it's already. I'm gonna spoil it because it's already four years out and shit. But like they built him up. You got a couple badass fucking scenes in Revelations where you're like, uh, you're like running over a uh, Brazilian MMA fight in like a stadium, trying to recover like a piece of Eden or whatever. You got these really awesome real life situations. Like in like New York and high rises and shit like that, and then it's like I'm gonna sacrifice myself, and then he just dies. And that's it. And it's yeah. like, <laughs> and like he doesn't come back. And it's like, what? what? Wait, that's it? <sighs> like that's how I felt. I was like, I felt cheated because I was like, okay, Desmond is gonna do this thing. He's gonna stop the world from ending. The gods are gonna be mad at him. And then how are you gonna fight the gods? You know, how are you gonna do that? And then it's just like. That we're in the, we're stuck now. We can't do anything. That was one. Yeah, that was one of those things where they like they have a cool premise for one, and then <coughs> yep. they kind of made it work for two, and then 
okay, we're going to stretch it a little bit more thinner in 2.2. Two. And now, now he's, we're now fucking stuck in the matrix. 2.3. Yeah. yeah was, and then, so when we make the official three, it's just like, what, what do we do? Yeah. Like, it was probably like the third team working on those games. Yeah. And I, they just fucking, they and, just dropped, and, they just I, dropped the spaghetti. And last thing before Dirk, I'll let you go. Um, mm-hmm. A huge, huge plot point regarding uh, a character in uh, Desmond's life, I think Lucy. Beady Eyes. Beady Eyes Lucy was in DLC. And so, like, I caught up in the (laughs) game, and it revealed something to me that she was, like, whatever. And I was like, wait, when did that happen? And I asked Gary, and he's like, yeah, it was in the DLC. I was like, how are you going to put key components of the game, of the story... In DLC, yeah. and then I guess they did it. Welcome for, to Mass Effect. Oh my god! <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Fuck this! And then I was like, all right, well maybe I'll get a PlayStation for Unity. And then I was like, Unity, half their faces are missing. I'm like, you know, fuck these people. They're they're maddening. They're maddening it. Not like madden like as in anger, but madden as madden. in just making a yeah. uh, making a game. They're Call of Duty it perennially. When they're, when they're trying to connect some parts of the game into like mobile apps, oh shit, that fuck, fucking no, pisses yeah. me off. God, and and so like. You know, like, Desmond got stuck in the Matrix for one game, and then, like, he was alive and met his dad and shit. And then he just dies, and then it's like, okay, well, now you're the character, and you're in first-person mode. And you get to play a video game where you're a pirate. But then, also, you're helping some hacker guy learn secrets about the Templars and the Freemasons. And then it's like, okay, <laughs> then you solve the problem, and then the game ends with, like, God yelling at you again. And then that's, that's where I left off. I was like, okay, God's angry. What what I do... What do I care? Why do I care? You know. <laughs> yeah. Why is this important? My my only my biggest yeah. hope for this game is that they're all <coughs> obviously they're all leading towards they're all adding little things to lead towards a series of games that are going to be three games, much like Ezio's, and then it's going to end. All these mechanics that they're slowly introducing and giving us games and making us play sixty dollars for are going to end up being for the, hopefully the West Coast Assassin, you- and then he's going to be three games with that guy, and then. Let the series go. I'm a firm, firm believer that good things must come to an end. Um, you know, that's what Breaking Bad season finale. Um, Never. I don't think it's going to happen that way. Yeah. I don't. Think I don't, I think, I don't yeah. either. I think they're going to release. They're going to release Syndicate. It's going to. It's going to slightly underperform. Maybe they're going to release maybe two more after that, and the second one after that is going to do poorly, and then the series will just die. And maybe they'll reboot it completely. But they're they're gonna they're gonna kick shit that stuff. They're they're just gonna and guess who's back? Desmond's it. alive. Gonna, yeah, it's it's not gonna have Desmond a satisfying ending at all. <laughs> Desmond absorbed the god, and then he is now a god slash man slash Templar assassin. And fourteen was also absorbed in his brain waves because he was in a coma matrix, and then he's now part pirate. Yeah, fourteen. What what the hell? Is I that don't about, know. Dude? And, and the thing is that I get lost in, like, the mythology of Assassin's Creed because I stopped caring. I just started reading the Wikipedias. Don't ever read the <laughs> Assassin's Creed Wikipedia because you'll get you'll become a conspiracy theorist. Because you'll forget that you're reading a video game Wikipedia. So it's like George Clooney. Not George Clooney. George Bush what? is a Templar. Bush, uh... Dick Cheney is a Templar. Houdini had a piece of Eden. Like, these aren't real things, but it's like, oh, Houdini had a, that, that's how, That's it. He had a magical piece of apple. That made him breathe underwater for twenty minutes. I think Obama is like an assassin sympathizer and shit. Like, <laughs> you, you could go down that rabbit hole pretty damn far. You know, like FDR is a Templar, and he made you know this legislation act because it makes 
Templars, you know, come out ahead. It's it's terrible. They're really good at doing that in the Wikipedia and then all like the reading and shit outside of the games. So like, yeah, the lore is yeah, the lore the is incredible. Lore. And that's what I like about it. It's it's fun. I want to do homework. There's, yeah, there's homework, Listen. and then there's just parts of the game that like. Those stupid like symbols you have to find on the fucking discreet yeah. ass map that you can have to run around. <laughs> just like I'm not gonna fucking do that. I'm just gonna And then you get to play you puzzles. Know what I, like doing? <laughs> I like to I like to what's it called? Um poison one of the guys and then throw money on the ground and watch that happen. <laughs> money, money, money. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I like I, I like, I I like training like forty guys and then individually grabbing them and throwing them into the river. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I, my thing was throwing people into wells. That was my thing. It's like, all right, kill them, right? Gotta get rid of the yeah, evidence. But, well, <laughs> so Sam, you mentioned like who is like an assassin who is like a yeah, like, and I have a couple theories. Uh-huh. Not that I've been thinking about it a lot, but I have a couple theories. So there's this uh, there's this show called uh, uh, Psych. It used to be on USA. Mm-hmm. There's a character named uh, Sean Spencer. Uh-huh. I think he might be an assassin, or at least like part of the assassin legacy. He has eagle vision. If you ever watch the show, maybe watch the first episode. His dad trains him from birth to be like to, to be able to detect things uh-huh. and like be aware. It's a it's a comedy show, but he has eagle vision in it. What? I think he's a. I think he's actually part of the assassin line. Jeez, I, I could dig it. I believe it. I've seen the show. Huh. That guy's yeah. Mexican too. So. What? <laughs> Yay! He's one of those. He's one of those hidden Mexicans, like Charlie Sheen. Yeah, and uh, Carlos Carlos Estevez. Estevez. Emilio Estevez tweeted the um, Anaheim Mighty Ducks today with the hashtag Gordon Bombay, and it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> because why the fuck not? Yeah. I'd be doing that all the time. I'd be like, quack, 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 hashtag. Um, but anyway, guys, any final thoughts on Syndicate? Any hopes? Any dreams? Because it is set during. Britannia Times, uh, starring Jacob and Evie Fry, both which have separate campaigns to play throughout. That's cool. Here is it separate. First time, it's funny. First, Evie is like half as long. With half the content. <laughs> is Evie like a female? I mean, I read the names. Of it. Yeah, she's the shoehorn female yeah. after they got mad. I'm about to say like they didn't have a female in Unity. Like they're like, oh, I guess we're gonna put a girl. It's too in hard here. to render boobs, guys. It's like, don't you have female characters in the multiplayer, you assholes? Um. But the, she's not. It's the first time you. We need to hire a voice actor. Oh wait, no. The Chinese, the Japan, the Chinese one and, is the first female. And the Creole. I can't one. remember her name. Uh, um, Grand Prix. And like those, I don't know the Grand the offshoots of Assassin's Creed that like side scroller type of yeah. things. There's a Russian yeah, like guy. There's yeah. There's a Russian guy, the ninja girl, and then there's a Indian guy or Persian, whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um. So this is the first time you actually, I think on console, you'll be able to play as a female, which would be interesting. Um, well, you have the one from New Orleans. Oh, yeah. That was uh, Vita, I think. That was a uh, Vita. It did, but it did get ported console. to the big consoles afterwards. Oh. Um, but anyway, uh, still not wrong. Um, yeah, and then there's brass knuckles, there's rope launchers, you know, there's a little grappling hook thing. The cane, the cane yeah, knife? The Batman grappling Batman hook. grappling hook and cane knife. Like, that cane knife looks fucking nasty. That, <laughs> yeah. Like, how can we create something that's absolutely just going to destroy a human being? Cane knife, right there. <laughs> okay, yep, I got it right there. Um, yeah, and then you have the milady option of the fedora slash top hat, so you can be a gentleman and a sir while you're murdering. So you get a lot of gentle sirs being quite happy about that. Um, yeah, so it's going to be out 2015 holiday. They're saying uh, October 23rd, October 23rd. Uh, day before my birthday. So if you guys want to give me a place, it's crazy. Like, 
How? I just baffles me. They release a game every fucking year. Yeah. Um, Cause not that not that it's impressive or anything. It just tells me how little they really care. <laughs> exactly. Take your time on it. Wasn't like I'd rather wait for a great game than not than they get one every year. You know. Oh like, shit! I'm just reading it, dude. What? Two confirmed historical figures: Charles Dickens and Charles Darwin. Yep. Oh man, that's fucking amazing. My, no, who do you get? Yeah, Da Vinci. It's like yeah, I'm pretty sure Da Vinci is the one you want to meet. You know, you get to you get to it was a press X to hug him. <laughs> and if you forgot, you mm-hmm. made you feel like a dick. <laughs> or you just hey. looked all sad. He looks sad. Dude, I missed that quick time event. He looked so sad, I restarted the game. I restarted my load. I was like, fuck, I didn't hug Da Vinci. He's my bro. Right? <laughs> so I I, unlo- I reloaded, gave him his hug, and continued on my merry way. <laughs> I, I did the same. For the record, uh, it was <laughs> two years apart between Assassin's Creed 1 and 2. So you can kind of see, if you add an extra year to the time in between it, you can improve things vastly. No crap. You play Assassin's yeah. Creed 1, you're just like, oh my god, same fucking thing. It, over it, it and came over. with Revelations. and I, I was like, Revelations, this sucks. I'm gonna play 1. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that anymore. <laughs> I'm tired of praying with <laughs> yeah. these monks, alright? I'm tired of praying with these monks by hand. Having to hold down this button to pray. Oh my, like, the best part of about 1 was the final, the like, the boss assassinations. Everything else was just like, yeah. oh, I gotta do another race. <laughs> You know what I love doing? Uh, you know what I, I, I miss from those games that I want them to bring back? Because I have this whole Western assassin in my head that I'm hoping <laughs> to cosplay someday because I'm a fucking nerd. Is riding horses. I miss uh, that mechanic. Like, oh, you didn't have riding horses? Yeah, I guess. That makes sense. You haven't had riding horses since um, Connor. That's some shit. Yeah. Um, also, his throw dart where he used to just hang people from trees. That was fucking awesome. That was one of the greatest <laughs> mechanics. <laughs> that was one of the greatest mechanics that game had, and they took it out in the next game. I was like, why the fuck did you bring it in and have it leave? Yeah. yeah. Freaking rope dart. Get rid of the bombs. No one likes the bombs right? anyway. Yeah. I mean, the, no, I don't know. The bombs come in pretty handy. In, in smoke bomb forever. When the enemies smoke have guns. From two. That's true. When oh, the enemies have gums, gun smoke becomes very tactical. Yeah. They had the smoke in two, I believe. <coughs> or at least 2.1 or whatever. Right. Um, it was three where they went crazy. We're like, oh, here's a sticky bomb with blood, lamb's blood. And shit. It. It's like, yeah. why do I put lamb's blood in it? Why would I do this? What kind of twisted <laughs> on my pita? What the fuck? Um, actually, Gil, you brought this up a long time ago, but it bears repeating. Um, just one final thing. I want them to put back in the mini cutscenes of people's history. So it's like Leonardo da Vinci. Oh, yeah. He was a great yeah. historian. He painted these awesome things. Some people think he was a homosexual, but he really wasn't. Or maybe he was. We don't know. And I was like, okay, that's cool. It's da Vinci. Then it was like, um, who was the little dickhole kid in the first scene um, of Assassin's Creed Two? Oh, Not, uh, his no, no, no. The no, no, no. The guy, the guy he fights, fights with the Pazzi. Yeah, the Francesco the Pazzi is like this man. Uh, his father was rich and raised the taxes on everyone to eat banquets, and he used to beat homeless people in the streets for fun. It's like, yeah, I want to fuck him. He's a dickhole. You should murder him. It's like, fuck yeah, I want to murder this guy. I'm throw- Let's fucking do this. And you know that. You know. Well, yeah, I think that was the one thing one and two did was like, here's who you're gonna kill. Let's give you a reason why you want to do this historically. Even historically, <laughs> yeah. he hasn't done this yet, but this is what he's been doing. He's been starving his yeah. people while he eats cake. You want you want to do this. You want to kill him. Here's here's Cesare Bor- Borgia. Fuck this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Go this kill guy him for us. 
this guy doesn't deserve to be here. Like, at this rank. <laughs> make make it so. It's like, all right, let's do this. This guy fucked his sister. Often. Enough said. <laughs> also, side note, my favorite scene in all of the Assassin's Creed, when uh, Ezio became a uh, minstrel, and there was, like, that 20-minute sequence you could just listen to him singing minstrel songs, like... Cesare Fortti Sister, I am the greatest soldier, I am Ezio Auditore da Firenze. And I was like, this is, I, I literally went around for like 20 minutes listening to every song until it looped again. That's how I, was, I was like, this is hilarious, you go up and just play your little tune. My favorite thing was getting drunk with Ben Franklin. <laughs> that guy, he used, to, he used to say just random shit and it was funny. Uh, getting drunk with Ben Franklin. I think on that note is where we're going to leave you guys. A little long episode, but fun nonetheless. Um, guys, thank you for joining us, and ladies, thank you for joining us today on the Fantastic Voyage. It has been a long journey, but a fruitful one. And, uh, so we talked about some gaming stuff, a lot of gaming stuff, talked about the gay marriage, got to see Gergi and Gil's, uh, extremely awesome Irish accents, and my Bill Cosby one. So, um, (laughs) um, guys, anything else to say to the folks out there? Thank you for watching, that's all I really can say. Uh, thank you for watching me on YouTube as well. On youtube.com slash themexcellence.com. You can catch my weekly show, uh, Today in Excellence, where this last week it was a little bit personal. I talked about uh, the shootings in IV that happened a year ago. Shouldn't it be called uh, This Week in Excellence? Yeah, case? but I'm planning on doing more, more <laughs> a week. So uh, I, I, I changed the wording from uh, See You Next Week to See You Next Time. So if I decide to make one sooner, which I plan on doing, uh, this next one probably coming up is going to be a quick review of. Uh, you know, you guys know the uh, cartoonist Lalo Alcaraz? The La Cucaracha? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. That guy. Anyway, um, he and four other Latino writers uh, teamed up with Seth MacFarlane to make an animated series on Fox called Border Town. And it's about, like, a white guy and a Mexican guy and settling their differences. And so they put about a two-minute clip mm-hmm. of animation. Not like, I'll get into it later. But essentially, a lot of racist jokes. People are like, oh, it's offensive. But some of the stuff's really funny if you really just kind of pay attention to it. So uh, I'll review that. That'll probably be in the next episode. So it'll be real quick. Um, but you can find me, Sammy, uh, at themexcellence.com on Twitter, or at themexcellence on Twitter. Themexcellence.com, um, facebook.com slash themexcellence. I run that site. So if you want to message or comment anything to me, just do it there. Uh, Gergi, where can they reach you at? Uh, you can reach me on Twitter at mxlntgerg. That's mx. That's mxlntgerg, mxlntgerg. Um, on the site, um, you want to hit me up on, what else do I have? Other things? Uh, Twitch. Uh, Twitch. Uh, MySpace. <laughs> MySpace, uh, my friendster. Uh, Twitch will be up and running soon, everybody. Um. Tinder? Again, I'm, I will, I'm just trying to figure out all the, the kinks. Streaming is, uh, what, what is all the craze at the moment, and I just want to make sure I'm doing it right on par with everybody. Right. Um. Yeah, uh, buy, head out to the shop, buy some shirts. RT site, um, Guillermo? Uh, oh, yeah, on the RT site, especially if you're going to RTX, um, you'll be able to hang out with me and Sam, hopefully. Yeah, should be there, RTX, um, uh, August what? August? For, we'll be there from the 4th through the 11th. Woo, Austin, Texas. Uh, hope, Austin, Texas, so hopefully you can come out and hang out with the excellence. Uh, maybe we can create some great stories that I could tell on here, because um, Sammy did a great short thing that you can go on Facebook, and it's the story of uh, when I created life. Um, you should do that so we can put it on uh, YouTube. Too. Yep, and uh, <laughs> he became a father. Yep, <laughs> uh, Gil. Um, I know you're on a, going on a trip soon, but are you considering going to Austin this August? I know we didn't invite you formally, but we'd like to do so now. 
Well, since I wasn't invited, probably not. Because I was waited, waiting for us to do it online right now. Yeah, but anyway. Um, Gil, <laughs> where can they reach you at, if they can, this week? Well, this week, you're going to reach me by pouring a glass of your favorite whiskey and simply whispering into it. I will hear. I will hear it. That is true. I've done it before. And on that note, this has been the Fantastic Voyage, where we take our journey to the land of funk. To the land of funk. To the land, land of... Do the, do the kazooie thing. No. Have you guys seen these pictures of what they're doing in Ireland? It's, it's fucking gross.